By the way, man, I want to give you something special. Something I won't be using that much now that I'm getting married. Is it your Xbox One? Even better. Is this what I think it is? Yeah, man. <laughs> this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Oh, watch the suit, man. <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. I just need a minute. <laughs> On second thought, I'm gonna take that back. I'll see you at church. <laughs> JR Cigars, get your best, man. Keep your password. Everybody, welcome to Smoke Night Live, episode 219. Yes, there was a, uh audio issue at the beginning of the show. For some reason, our uh, mixing board was not showing up in the sound settings. Well, you did switch everything around to be on a show a yes. couple nights ago. I was on Coop show last night, and I had to change things around. And so let's blame everything on Coop. But anyways, this is episode 219. We were at La Zona Palooza last week. It was a blast. We already talked about this, but we're going to cut all of that part out of the show, right, Jordan? We'll just delete that part. That didn't happen. That didn't even happen. Casey, that did not happen. Does that mean I get to leave? Yes. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Now, Casey, uh, last week was La Zona Palooza. You were down there. We were having a good time. Let's talk a little bit about that. That's a fun event, right? Yeah, they do a great job. I mean, they've been a, a partner for us, um, you know, since we started. I mean, we do, uh, you know, share some office space with those guys. And Eric and his team have pretty much been, a, you know, just a great partner for us for the fulfillment side. And, you know, they're just great friends in the industry. And they do one of the most unique events of the year, which is a, kind of an all-industry. Consumers, retailers, media. And they just have, a, you know, three days of a lot of fun. And people have uh, really relished in it. And they've come back, uh, I mean, what is that, year four, I believe? So it's, uh, it's a good time. And, you know, there's great food, great people, and uh, great cigars. So it's a lot of fun. So, Casey, uh, out of those three days down there, I mean, that's some serious just hanging out herfin time. And a lot of people say, you know, how, how do I get to go to Lazona Palooza? How can I be invited? It's pretty simple, really. Like, if you share Lazona products on social media and you, and you tag them, you know, like Espinosa every day or whatever, and you do that quite a bit, you, you might get invited. I don't know if there's anything like that in the industry, like you just said, like that's a unique event but man those folks down there they're serious like this is their this is their once a year thing and they're hanging out and they're herfing and 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 partying all day long from morning till night it's really pretty unique it's a lot of herfing you are correct and thankfully they've established a better time of year now for it than they did the first few years because it was hot. hot yeah too, too hot. hot but no i mean it's unique it's a great thing and uh, you know, that's, you know, something that they've done that, uh, you know, people obviously have gravitated towards. So uh, more power to them for putting on just a great event. I mean, great people, you know, putting on great events for other great people. It was it was incredible. So, Casey, here we go. Uh, this uh, much has been made about um, me and you, our relationship with one another, because, frankly, I don't really like you that much. I mean, that's really <laughs> what it boils down to. I understand. And, you know. I was unaware of this until the trade show 2019 mm -hmm. um, for your dislike for me personally. Not necessarily our company specifically, but me personally. Right. Uh, but at that moment, I have, you know, I've tried to take the high road except for behind your back. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, like in, in the media, uh, in interviews, towards everybody, I've taken the high road. 
99 out of the 101 times people have asked me. But those um, two but times. Those two times. One was when Jack asked me, so I obviously told Jack the truth. And then uh, one was the other night when we were in front of a bunch of people and you happened to be there. I just didn't know you were there. Well, I guess it's sort of my fault because um, just let's just set the record straight here. Uh, uh, you guys recently rebranded Crux Cigars. And so, uh, by the way, I'm smoking the, the Connoisseur with the old branding. Ooh. By the way, fantastic cigar. Uh, love it. Absolutely love it. And so you guys re- recently rebranded and... Um, I was on another show, not my own show, but another show, and the topic of the Crux rebranding came up, and I said that I thought the old branding and the old hashtag was horrific, and you said, why didn't you tell me that then when (laughs) I thought it was horrific? So, um... You know, because basically, you know, I'm a crappy friend, and I don't tell you what no, I No, you're think. not a friend. No, no, you're not a friend. Right. Yeah. Right. But, no, so, yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of a unique deal. Obviously, I heard about it right before, moments before the interview <laughs> at the trade show this year. So they gave me ample time to prepare, and um, like your producer said, if he had been planning, he would have produced to have that clip available. And, you know... But, no, we did go through a rebrand. And, you know, you're, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I know what we say about that. But, obviously, we thought we needed to make a change as well. Uh, we spent a lot of time um, over the last 18 months, uh, about a year prior to the trade show, to you know, kind of evaluate where we are as a company going into our fifth year. And uh, from the tobacco to the cigars to the branding to the packaging, we wanted to really evaluate everything because we're getting to a point where – you know, we wanted to elevate uh, elevate ourselves, and um, after live testing, market testing, market research, you know, focus groups, a lot of it was based off of the branding and the packaging, and the logo was very difficult to read. So, obviously, if you can see this new logo that I've been told you think is kind of sexy. Well, Casey, let's just compare them side by side. So, I have a graphic. Uh, for you, for those of you listening on the podcast, the audio podcast, you can't see this, but so on the left or the right, I suppose, uh, we have the old, the uh, initial branding crux, and now we have the the new one on the other side, and you can see that, right, Casey? I can. Okay, so uh, uh, so no, like without you showing me. Yeah, so I'm just you know like let's face it, it's difficult to read the old branding. Cool logo. What's it say? It's. <laughs> I think it says crew with a cross. I'm not sure. <laughs> really medieval, really gothic, kind of edgy. No pun intended with that sword. Um, but yeah, it was very not legible. And it's really hard to market a brand new company when people are smoking your cigar and have no idea what it says. So you had, said, you had told me, Casey, at one point you'd said that people would actually say that to you, that, that line that you said a second ago. They'd say... Wow, cool logo. What does it say? Oh, all the time. And that's when I was like, wow, this is not a great logo. This is a cool clothing company, maybe, uh, a cool design. But A, we don't want to sell T-shirts. And we're trying to get people to recognize our product from a shelf in humidors that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of different facings in different stores. And if they gravitate towards us on our packaging and then they can't remember what it said, 
I mean, we've won a couple battles. They like the cigar, but then they can't remember what it was. So, uh, no, obviously we thought we needed a change as well, and we did a complete overhaul from the, you know, the main logo through the packaging, through the sub-branding, um, and even down to your favorite, the hashtag. Yes. Uh, Let's talk about wanted, the hashtag. We wanted to elevate everything. So, basically, you could talk about us growing up. Uh, five years into the industry, you know, we kind of had that marketing aspect for um, – kind of a regional feel. It had, you know, people loved it or hated it. Some people loved it. They thought it was yeah. fantastic. They thought it was, you know, very cool. But then there was the other side that were like, eh, I don't get it. People like you, they don't like it. But when it comes to branding, the graphic should be very just recognizable and non-offensive and really not one side or the other. You're not going to love it. You're not going to hate it because we just want you to be able to read it and remember it. And when you look at major brands, outside the industry, in any industry, when it comes to marketing, number one thing they all have is legible logos. Right. You can read every one of them. So I feel like we accomplished that, first and foremost. Um, so it's very clean. It's unique. It's timeless. It's sexy, if you will. Um, and it's something that's going to take us more of a regional feel to hopefully that uh, more of that international feel. What is the process like in rebranding an entire line like that? Now, I know for a fact that you know, it's you can't do all the products like instantly. Like this is a expensive and sort of time-consuming product process because you have all these products that are already out there on shelves, and so there has to be a, a starting point, and you have to start, you know, sending the new product with the new branding and and try to hopefully sell out the other stuff. I mean, that this is a time-consuming process. Oh, very much. I mean, if you want to talk, are you talking post-launch of the new branding or even to the point of launch of the new brand? Right, like everything, the whole thing. So the whole process, we spent over a year with the market research, uh, a new marketing a marketing company out of um, uh, Dallas that does our marketing, our rebranding, uh, that we worked, a design team that, you know, has some cigar influence, but predominantly the, our main designer is not even a cigar guy, which is great for the for the fact that we wanted somebody to come in with more of a marketing idea from this, from the standpoint of a, of a graphic in our, in our company. And, you know, you start with the main logo, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of revisions from Jeff. Hundreds? Not okay. I think you're exaggerating. There was, there was three Casey. There was three <laughs> revisions. Come on. Actually, we, we used uh, brands, new brand, new logo, branding.com hashtag. That's now going to be my new website. Fiber. No, no, it was, uh, it was a long process. I there mean, was 12,000 revisions. <laughs> there was, I can easily say over 200 revisions because there was ones that I didn't even see that Jeff had um, even asked before they got to me. And then we'd get to 25 of them and we'd do a panel. We'd let people look at them. Then we'd get 25 more, we'd do a panel. And cigar people, non-cigar people, and uh, we should call them normal people. Cigar people <laughs> Um but it was a process, and once we get through that whole deal, uh, then you got to look into sub-branding, and then you got to learn, look into, you know, packaging, and it was a year-plus process just to get it ready to go to market, and then post-market, I mean, we kind of looking at it at a three-phase process, um, about um, eight weeks ago or so, we launched, uh, three of our brands came out, uh, the Epicure, the Epicure Maduro, and the Guild. Uh, which are three of our more popular brands. It's no, no reason why they, obviously the reason why they came first. Um, and then in a couple weeks, I've got the Bull and Bear, uh, which is uh, another offering. 
And then the beginning of first quarter, we'll have the Limitada probably come out, which has usually been its time anyways. And then phase three will be one of the cigars you're smoking, uh, more of our smaller format stuff, which is the Deconosur, the Nympha, uh, the Skeeter, and then the Passport will all be in that phase three, uh, which will be Q1 of next year. So, folks, if you're watching tonight on Facebook and you're participating on the show, you're automatically entered to win this sweet five-pack of Crux Cigars that is in the new branding. And by the way, I've been very public, Casey, to say that I love the new branding. I love the new hashtag. Everything about the new style is better, more understandable. It's clean. Uh, it's clean. I love it. So that's a virtual hug, Casey. Can we, can we bury the hatchet and, and make up just I mean, turn can you guys just turn to the yeah to each right. other yeah right there and just a little smooch <laughs> Casey you gotta move in on just a little bit <laughs> yes right has, th- yeah right there right it, there no since oh yeah we got it it has been consummated somebody screenshot that the relationship has been consummated so uh I appreciate that all there's a lot of hard work by a lot of people um obviously Jeff our entire team and then our marketing and design did you, team did you do any of the work at all have I ever done any of the work? No. <laughs> exactly. Why would I start now? Um, but we do have these. We know we've uh, obviously changed some of our packaging. Um, this is the new box that's going to come out here in a few weeks. Ooh, I like that. The bull and bear box. Mm, very clean. Uh, very yeah, clean. Can... Nobody's, re- nobody's really seen that, but this one's out. And then it comes in little white, and it comes in with our... Our traditional five packs. Yeah, talk about yeah, that. That's a cool talk, strategy. Though. Talk about that. Some people might not be aware, Casey, of how the boxes come with the, the five pack like that. That's a super so, cool idea. So coming from a retail background, JP, Jeff uh, had obviously the idea of you can have these elaborate boxes or you can have functional shelf boxes. So we always wanted three points of purchase in our packaging. So you can obviously have a box price. Uh, you can open it up and then you'll have single sticks as well as you'll have a five pack. So you can... Um, have this this is five cigars here in this box opens up very nicely and it's more of like a pocket pack as well this is a, a corona size so it looks really 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 unique in the small and you put that in your pocket but you know it's great for the display for the shelf as well we've also added the flavor profiles up here on the top of the box if you can see that um that we've kind of taken from you know the scotch industry has done this for years and we figured it was a great idea uh in our packaging you know uh very clean very professional uh, and we're really excited about these boxes, these display boxes. Um, and, you know, you've been seeing them on the shelves for almost two months uh, in three of them, uh, three of our brands, Epicure, Epicure Maduro, uh, which is um, made at uh, AJ's Factory in Esteli. The Epicure and the Guild are made at uh, La Catedral uh, de Tobacco, uh, Placentia's Factory in Esteli. So is that... The five-pack uh, packaging like that, is that something that you guys patented? Do other people do that? I've never seen that before. Within the box. Is that something that you guys patented? I'm just going to say yes. Okay. Because I don't <laughs> know right. the answer. Because you don't know. Um, the people that know those answers did that stuff. We have Casey, get very... to know your own company. For crying yeah. out loud, you're, you're part of the company. The intelligent people in the company... Um, have taken care of anything that we could patent in our portfolio is patented. I know that much. So if we could patent it, we patent it, um, or trademarked it, or whatever it has been. All so right. uh, we've got five packs, obviously in different colors that mark the different boxes uh, for the Maduros. You know, so it's really unique for us. Uh, it's got a really good feel. Uh, it's kind of a soft touch feel, so it actually makes it feel 
really, really cool in your hands. So okay. um, I'll pretend you didn't say that, but um, <laughs> said that for you, uh, Casey. Now you showed me a picture when we were in Miami. We were hanging out. Me and Casey spent a lot of time hanging out, actually, even though that we hated each other up until about 15 minutes ago. We spent a lot of time together in Miami, had a good time. But Casey, you showed me this picture of a cigar shop that had the whole new lineup. And I could tell you, there was a, a beam of pride coming from you to show me this image. I could just tell. Tell me about how much better you feel when you walk into a cigar shop and you see the new lineup of Crux Cigars compared to you know, what it was, sort of like a hodgepodge of, you know, it not exactly uh, yeah, we all used fitting to have, together. You know, when we started, we had in our first lines, we had a, you know, a pretty standard box. And then it kind of evolved into different colors and whatnot. But for your question, yeah, the first time I saw <clears throat> it all completely beautifully displayed, I walked into the humidor and they had it on this front shelf, front rack. And I was just like, wow, that reminded me of the first time that I saw something in my life that really made me focus in and it was one of those moments that you felt you felt really proud of all the hard work sure. for the team and it was one of those things where the old packaging um which was average um it didn't stand out like you would have not picked it out of anywhere else in the humidor it really fit in with everything there but now if you go see Crux new packaging on a wall with a whole display of currently we've got uh, <clears throat> uh, 10 facings that have been out uh, in the new packaging um, and they had all 10 and it was it was like probably seeing something for the first time that will keep the show uh, PG. <laughs> hey, that's cool, though. And how has been the how's the reception been like uh, as far as the consumers like uh, can you can you uh, get a feel or a you know, a sense of, of how it's being received uh, in the shops by folks that buy cigars? Well, first and fo foremost, I want to say when people get the perception is they initially think we've changed the cigars, which has not happened. The tobacco has stayed the same. So getting that aside, we have had an absolutely tremendous reception on the new packaging uh, because now we don't have half the people that don't like it. We have the... Oh, that's cool. Look at that packaging. It's sleek. It's new. It's unique. Um, and it's timeless. And most importantly, now you don't have a certain amount of people. We won't use half. I don't know what it is. But they're like, ah, guys like, you know, Sensei over here who hated it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> totally. Have, nope, nobody's going to hate it. Some people miss the old logo. But once we tell them the story in less than four and a half seconds, you know, they go, makes a lot of sense. And it's really not a story. They just see it all displayed. They see the packaging. They see the, the amount of time and effort that's really gone into it. And they realize what we've done is elevate ourselves um, from an infant to a grown-up. And uh, we're really excited about it. We've opened new accounts based just upon it. I mean, we won uh, Best Medium Booth or Small Booth, whatever size, uh, at the trade show with our new booth. Um, and people saw it, and they're like, well, what's this cigar? Well, Crux Cigars have been around for five years. They'd never recognized us before probably because they couldn't read the logo, and that's what not, why they never came over to look at it. Right. And the tobacco's good. We make, some, we make some great cigars, and Jeff's done a great job blending them. We use great partners uh, out of, obviously, Esteli. We have the AJ, AJA as well as the Placencia family. Um, when you start with great tobacco, you know, Jeff's made some great blends. But it's really been all about this process. We'll call it a marathon process of getting the new packaging. And getting the new packaging out now is 
you know, you, obviously you switch it all out. I mean, I've been, you know, any, I, we sold cigars up until the day they came out. Um, up until a week before, people were like, well, when's the new stuff coming out? We're like, well, when it comes out, we'll take anything back that's on the shelf. So, A, if there's any retailers out there that still have some that I haven't, we haven't been connected with because I haven't been able to travel the entire country in the last eight weeks, make sure we've got everybody. Um, but we want to make sure we get the new product on the shelves. And it's, it's circling throughout the country now. And we're excited to get the two more here shortly, uh, as well as then the other five, four or five, whatever's left uh, in the first quarter. All right, good stuff. Congratulations on that uh, rebranding. Uh, again, if you guys are watching, uh, just by participating, you're already entered to win this slick five-pack of Crux Cigars that is already rebranded. This is the new brand. I'm smoking the uh, old brand, which looks like you can read this. You can totally read this logo. Well, Casey, yeah. we did have some questions from the oh, audience let's about do uh, audience questions. Do it when they can find the du connoisseur in this new packaging. Realistically, first quarter. All right. So next, next 2020. First quarter of 2020, new packaging, the connoisseur. And then a lot of questions about how can they get this fleece you're wearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my, my, my one of one. You got you to oh, be like. Look a, you, at that thing. You got to be on the inner circle probably to um, get that. There's actually, we've, I've always had this fleece and other logos. It's what I wear every day. Uh, it's made by Bobby Jones. It's a golf company. If people know anything about my past, I was in the golf business before. I'm an avid golfer, but this is Bobby Jones, um, uh, Bobby Jones attire, but, um, I made one blue one cause I think I look beautiful in blue. Uh, um, and eyes. it matches my eyes. I try to look um, I don't have them for sale yet. Um, we will have to get something going, uh, because it is something I wear every day. They're very comfortable. We don't sell apparel. Uh, yet uh, it's not the goal, but we want to make cool stuff. So we have started with some cool swag. I've got lighters, T-shirts, and cutters coming. Uh, but when we move into this, maybe we'll find a way to get anybody that needs this some way, somehow. Somebody can make some money or sell them. There we go, folks. Hey, uh, I'm going to do a quick commercial for uh, JR Cigars. And then when we get back, we're going to do the stuff that's in the news. There's two big news stories going on right now, two very big news stories. And then at the end of the show... We're going to do the binge or cringe segment where we talk to Casey about uh, TV shows that he would love to binge or cringe. So, uh, folks, uh, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, including the brand-new exclusive Cabanas, crafted by the legendary Don Pepin Garcia. Don't forget to check out their social media pages, including YouTube, where they feature cigar reviews, interviews, and their famous weekly top five. This week, you can enjoy the top five box press cigars, including smokes from Ashton, E.P. Carrillo, and Padron. JR is your one-stop shop for all things cigars. And by the way, if you check out the uh, Cigar Dojo website, there's a, a menu item that says coupon codes. If you click on that, you will see the best cigar coupon codes in the world. Just check it out. Trust me on this one. In fact, there's one for JR Cigars that's 18% off all the time. Ooh. All the time. 18% off. Heck, Jordan, they're practically paying you to. I don't want to lose money on the deal. I got to better buy something. I, exactly. Exactly. All right. So, uh, by the way, uh, welcome back. We have uh, Casey Hogan from Crux Cigars as our guest. Uh, and this is episode, what did I say, Jordan? 219 of Smoke Night Live. Something like that. Something like that. Hey, Casey, there's two. You guys have spent a lot of 
time on this show. Yes, you've been on several times. You're one of our. Am I a several timer now? Yes, wow. you're a. Now we can officially say several timer. How many times have I not showed up? Uh, so you you <laughs> wimped out on us last time because there was Hurricane Dorian. He's ditched out on us probably more than anybody else. You've ditched out <laughs> on us more than anybody else in the industry, and in like in a ruder there, way, so, you know. Isn't there a cancellation policy? I mean, like. I mean, literally, I we're about to go. Hours. We're about to go on the air, and Casey's like. Hey, it's a hurricane. I just came. We'll, we'll have Hector on the show. He'll be like driving in his car. Uh, I know. He'll be on the show. But not Casey. Can't no, have, no. Know. He's got to run off to Las Vegas. You know. Like all shoot guns. You know. <laughs> Jeez. I, you know, I have a. What? Just because I said your branding was horrific, you have to run off to Las <laughs> Vegas. You think that was coincidental? I didn't really want to do your show, no. obviously. I know. But, I know. Coincidentally enough, I have a unique hurricane plan mm. that I have pretty much implemented every year. Anytime a hurricane comes close, fill up the car with gas, buy a couple cases of water, take an Uber to the airport. Why do and you need I, a couple cases of water just to get to the airport? Just in case something happens <laughs> where I have to come back and I need to drink water at my house. Casey, how much would you sell the fleece off your own back? Guys mm. really want the fleece. I want to say most guys could probably not get into this. Dude, I not 200, 200 bucks. Let's do it right now. We could do Let's it. Let's make it happen. I, you can sell it for whatever you want, Eric. Would you, would you sell it for 200 Is anybody right now on Facebook, would anybody pay 200 bucks? It's one of one. 200 bucks. I'm, I'm waiting for these comments to stroll well, in. You, you, have, you have to be a, a size small because Casey's only about three it's foot four. This is an adult men's small <laughs> jacket. <laughs> I'm usually a 38 to 40 regular, so people can understand. That's, that's what you're getting yourself into. You could probably squeeze into it if you were a trim 42. All right. I don't have any takers yet. Maybe we go to 100? No, let's, I say we stick with 200. Now, now I'm out because it cost me 100 bucks. I say we stick with 200. <laughs> let's, well, let's make them work for it. If they want that fleece that bad, 200 uh, bucks. That's, I've also, it's, it's brand new. It's, it's literally warm. right. Kurt. Uh, Kurt, there's no way you're fitting into that thing. I can tell you right now, Kurt, you can't fit we could, into we, it. We could probably get some. We could probably get, like, if you put together a little crew of six guys that want to get them, we'll get you a good deal. We could probably, if you got some names and sizes, I could probably get them ordered. Oh. All right, there we go. How about we do that? You guys, you, and I'm not going to do with, I'm just going to bill somebody. You See, know? we're making things happen yeah. live. But we, we can find it. If you guys get in touch with Dojo. Can we get the price really down? Can we go to China for production and get the price down to? Well, if you want this one, I want to say they're, a, I think they retail for a, a buck 35 oh, maybe. Somewhere there. What kind of fleece is that? A golden fleece? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Absolutely. $135? Yeah, that's what, that's what the, I think they're a buck and a quarter, buck 35 somewhere oh, in there. Yeah. But I, we, we, can, we, can do be, we can do better than that. Dude, I'm Joe Sixpack. That can't. That just, that's... How much is it like a real like man size cost? Oh yeah, do they make them in men sizes? Uh, they make them up <laughs> to at least men's medium. I'm just kidding you. All right, Casey, there's been some crazy news stories this week. Let's start. There's two of them that I want to discuss with you. First of all, today it was announced that Apple is banning all vape apps from their app store. And you know, as you know, or maybe you don't know, but two years ago, two years ago they banned all cigar apps. And uh, it took us like two months to like sneak our way back. Sneak in. our way back in. How do you feel about a company like Apple uh, just putting the ban? Look at that! Isn't that ironic, Jordan? That's so ironic because what they made their start basically like 
going against Big Brother. Right. Like, oh, this Big Brother liberating oppression. People liberating, and now they are the Big Brother. Casey, talk about how. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm no expert, as we've all understood about. Well, yeah, many. I mean uh, that goes unsaid. I just wanted out there. This is not an expert opinion. This is my opinion. Um, I feel. It's, wow, it's been two years since they did the cigar thing, and it took you a couple of year, couple of months to get around it. I feel like they have some sort of um, some sort of not nah, rights, not the word, but they have some sort of effort that they have to put forth to control what content can be shared and where do you draw the line and. When it comes to, obviously, what's a hot-button topic in the news, and it's been the new discoveries of what vape has been doing and what we've been saying for years, the fact that we don't know what this product is going to do to people, but apparently it's safer than everything else that's ever been done. Um, just like cigarettes were back when we used to watch Mad Men. Those were delicious back then, you know? Um, but now, um, I think they have some responsibility to monitor, um, and of course, cigars being close to us so really not a good unprofessional unexpert answer to the fact well, is where, where does it end though like where do they are they just always in control of everybody that uses apple because they've put it in front of us and now they're the mega giant so now, like you're saying there's there's a line but shouldn't the line be what's a legal product like if if it's something's a legal product like cigars why can't it be on the store yeah, and that brings up Casey's point is where is that line? Right. Like, you know, like what? Like no McDonald's app because if you eat too many right, exactly. cheeseburgers, you're going to have a heart attack. I did have McDonald's Big Mac yesterday. Uh-huh. Huh? And, right. I, and, and I had a Whopper today. I feel like here's my stance, Casey. Like Apple has the right to do whatever they want. It's their sure. own company. If they want to just only have Apple apps on the App Store – that's their right. I'm for freedom and liberty. That being said, I think it's a stupid business decision in that what gets to Jordan's point is the, this, it's not as if we're promoting illegal products. Like these are completely legal products. If we were, you know, like if we had an app like, you know, how to, uh, you know, build a bomb or something like, okay, well, maybe answer those words, uh, you know, maybe that would be something, but like literally, you know, cigars, vapes, um, those are completely legal products and it seems like a stupid business decision. So I'm not saying they should be forced to do this. I'm just saying it to me, it's a stupid business decision to ban products that are entirely legal in every single state in the union. I think that's a good unit of measure uh, for the federal, the government federally regulates it. Um, I mean, or do you go state by state? Obviously, there's states that have, you know, different legalizations. So um, a federal level is a way to start. Um, but, you know, part of this country, the, you know, we have the freedom to, you know, they have the freedom to do what they like. And unfortunately, our country is great for both of those reasons. I think in America, you should have the right to do stupid things as long as they you know as long as they're legal like i i mean i'm just of the opinion that i don't <laughs> want somebody nannying me on every you can do stupid things as long as they're legal and i'm not saying cigar someone can stupid i'm just saying no so apple can do this yeah it's not like there are stupid things stupid. that are legal to do right i mean there are crazy stupid things people do have you ever i mean I don't, there's a million stupid things but 
I, I don't want What's one of them that you do. What? What's one of these stupid things that you do? I don't he, do stupid. He hates when people. He gets mad at you when you sneeze. I'm not a big guy. I, I, I if don't, I sneeze in the office, I don't he, like sneeze. He's mad. It's it's annoying. It's stupid. Actually, that's not true. I don't like when people embellish the sneezes. I don't. Like you can sneeze. There's a sneeze. Hachoo. How are you going to regulate that? I'm not. I oh. think you should have the right to sneeze. Embellish stupidly. It just annoys me. This gets to my point. Like Apple has the right to not have vape and cigar apps, but just it's a stupid decision on their part. It's a stupid business decision. Anyways, all right. Next next news story. Big. This is the one everybody's talking about at the water cooler today. Casey, the football game last night between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns ended. The last eight seconds of the game was a complete melee, and helmets were ripped off of players, and they smashed their faces. It was insane. What? Tell me what you thought of this insane ending to the football game last night. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Casey. <laughs> of course you Casey, have. wait a minute. So what was is you told me you wanted me to watch this. Um, right before the show, because like everybody has to watch the NFL, and I am not a big NFL guy, so I did look it up. Casey, you're a sports I, guy. I am not an NFL guy. Casey, let, watch the video right now on the air live. Just let's, let's all right, everybody. Just speed. let's just take a second. Everybody watching on Facebook, I apologize. Casey, look up the video. It's probably <laughs> on a million different things, and just watch Hold it. On. Here we go. This is not. Hold on. One, let's try this one more time. Uh, this, this, this is gonna blow you away. Our video is gonna get banned because we're hearing the sounds of the NFL. All right, here he goes. Miles Garrett. Look at the face, of Casey. He's, He's really into into this. He rips off his helmet. <laughs> And then slams it into his head. That's a good football move. I feel, like. and then they get kicked in the face. <laughs> I feel like that's, a, that's probably a good response to get quarterback getting helmeted to the head, his yeah. own helmet to the head, in slow motion. Now he gets nailed. Rips it, off, rips it off, and then basically tomahawks it into his head, and then gets punched, punched twice, three times, and then kicked. Yes, I'm loving this play-by-play. Wow, what do you make? What do you make of that? Where are we in sports? Probably the best highlight the Browns had this year. Yeah, that's a good. (laughs) I mean, I've I've seen a lot of really good uh, uh, Baker commercials this year, and I was a fan uh, of Baker. And uh, I feel like in order for him to continue to do these amazing commercials, which have been known for iconic quarterbacks to do fantastic commercials, like Peyton Manning. Obviously, with his phenomenal commercial career, it's just been epic. So Baker's Mayfield is on that path, but they got to start making some plays and winning some games. And then we won't talk about a fight that happens because nothing else has happened for them this year, and the fans are just excited to be in the news. So Casey, some people have said, some people have said, like he should be tried. In a court for assault. What are your? I disagree one hundred percent. Okay, tell me why. So so if you're going to try him in court for swinging a helmet at somebody, so every NHL game you're going to go to, 
nine players are going to be tried for assault. That actually happens in Canada. I mean, really. <laughs> Canada is, they, if you get, you know, in a fight, you get in a hockey. I get it. If the malicious intent of, there's a, like the NFL polices themselves pretty well. They will find him. They will suspend him. They will do what's right, uh, what they think. Um, but if you look at it from a standpoint of, A, he was protecting his quarterback, he was protecting this. Now look at two in other sports where maybe is a, is a pitcher for doing a brushback going to get suspended or for an assault? Is um, baseball, obviously we got the brushback. You get somebody doing that. Hockey, you get the enforcer, the guy fighting. Football, you have something like that. Then you have... Let's even move it to golf. Is the caddy going to start getting fighty for telling fans to calm down? Is the soccer fan going to – who knows where it's going to go? So let the NFL police themselves for on-field. Um, as an avid athlete until my recent decline in fitness. Um, but I feel like what he's done is, you know, the game is a physical, malicious game. And they try to police themselves as best they can, and things happen. And, yeah, you're going to get fined. You're going to miss a few games. And, you know, then you, you move on from there. And maybe he gets a cheap, maybe he gets cheap shot next time. I don't know. That's just the way, that's just the way sports work. I, I have to say I agree with you. Um, I've made this point lots of times that, it, you know, the fact of the matter is, like people will say this, Casey, they'll say, oh, if you'd have done that on the street, you know, that's assault. Well, if you if you run up and tackle somebody oh, on the yeah. street, that's that's assault. assault. So like you can't use the same standard, you know, on the street as you can. But in obviously, a there's there's a line somewhere. Right? There is there has to be a line Happy somewhere. Happy Gilmore takes his skate off and tries to stab somebody. There's got to be some so sort of a line. What if what if just and, and I know this is a dark thought and I, and God forbid this didn't happen. But what if he had made full contact with Mason Rudolph's head? Killed him. And he, you know, died. I mean, then, okay, now there could theoretically be, you know, something why to that. Why do you got to go so morbid? Literally. I'm just saying I like to take it to it the extreme. He took it to the extreme, and that hasn't happened. So let's take it for what it's worth because nobody has been death to in-game football helmet battering. That's true. Thank God. And so we don't know where that line is. But for what did happen, yeah, I mean, he's probably looking at a four-game suspension. I it's, don't know. They've already said indefinite in suspension for sure all of this year. For really? sure. Really? All How many of games this year. Are left? How many games are left? Uh, six, five. five. I, feel like him, I feel like I feel like Playoffs. They should, playoffs. I feel like they should have a talk with me. I feel like that's too harsh. You think that's no, too I only, harsh? I, I only saw 15 seconds of the clip, so obviously no, I'm an expert on it. Um, oh, yeah. But I generally would think an indefinite suspension for a guy swinging a helmet based off of what was the ramification. What? Why did he do that? I mean, that's what I don't know. Yeah, but you I gotta mean... you got to set some sort of a precedent. I'd go this season and next season. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be pretty major because you can't have guys doing that, right? I mean, they just you can't. Anyways, it's that is the cooler topic of the day for sure. Casey, I know you're a big TV guy, so our final uh, segment of the show is the binge or cringe segment of the show tonight. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to list for you 10, 8, 10 shows. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, today, uh, Casey, I signed up for Disney+. Plus. Like, the big thing now is all these, like, uh, sub-streaming 
you know, apps and networks. So you got like Netflix. Is this a Binger Cringe Disney edition? Uh, no, not necessarily. That just got me thinking about it. Because like, you know, like now it, TV has changed so much. Like we used to like, you know, have network television and then it went to cable, and now it's like a new thing. It's it's it's, it's reinvented itself once more into streaming, sure. and so like binging is the big deal now. And you don't even have to wait every week for the episode to come out. This the season comes out, and you can just watch the whole season. And, and that's why we can watch so much television now because yeah. you don't have to wait for next week. And that's where you lose me in some shows and some channels. But like you can legitimately go find an entire C series. And just watch it in the car, in the plane, at work, when you're on a podcast, when you're skipping a podcast, anytime. The, well, fir- the, the first show that ever happened to me was Lost. We were like five seasons back. We watched like binged it five episodes a day. Just that is a, that's a great feeling, though. Yeah. We find out about a show yes. that somehow you were in the dark about. And then they're like, well, it's on season six. And you're like, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Why do I not know about this? Exactly. There's so much content. I read somewhere, somebody told me that Netflix is spending a billion dollars a year just on content. And that's just Netflix. And then you have Amazon. You have everything that's been categorized already. You have Hulu. You have your new Disney Plus. People are spending more and more and more on content because we can't get enough. Right. Because we are so lazy. <laughs> All we want to do is sit, smoke, drink, and watch television. Exactly. So I'm going to go through these shows, and we'll talk about them. Would you want to binge it, or is this cringeworthy to you? Some of these aren't original content. Some of this is old stuff. But now, now Casey, thanks to Disney Plus and these other networks, you can get the whole library of the show all at once. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about it. So the first one, Casey, is, of course, Star Wars. Uh, are you a Star Wars guy? Would you sit and binge watch the entire... I don't even... Jordan, I, don't, I have no idea. I can't even understand the... Like the first three were really the middle three and the middle yeah, three. There's people that try to tell you, oh, he the had the first three. He had the whole idea from the get-go. No, he just made a sci-fi movie. And they took it from, and then they turned it into this whole thing. And now we're coming up on the final one. So, Casey, binge. He liked money, so he wanted to make more. Binge or cringe, Star Wars? Well, as a person that has never seen Star Wars. Whoa, really? Congratulations. Yes. Wow. So, I think at some point it's going to take a special young lady to convince me to cringe it, or excuse me, binge it, but currently it is cringeworthy because I haven't seen any of them. So, wow, Casey is a rare animal. He's a rare animal. Somebody who's never, and I have to admit to you, Casey, like, I liked the first one because I was like 1977 and I waited in line and all that, but then after that. How old are you in 1977? I mean, 12. I was 12. The rest of us weren't even thought of. I know, (laughs) and so, like, it was really cool because we'd never seen anything like that. But then I got lost in all the weird politics and Jar Jar. Yeah, I'm sure the graphics were good back then. Jar Jar Binks. We're still doing it to this I day. I mean, I, Jar Jar Binks, it was, that was yeah. it for me. Like, no, I can't. All right, next one, it's Jordan. Uh, next one, Breaking Bad. Uh, binge or cringe, Casey? Well, that is, it has a soft spot for me. I would almost put that as maybe one of the greatest shows of all time. Oh, yeah. 
So that is absolutely a binge because I think there's at least at some point every year I have to re-binge Breaking Bad mm. because I thoroughly enjoy that. And it's such a great series because for something that has every character that you hate, you hate everybody in the show at some point through that up through That's this year. That's a good series. point, yeah. And there's only one nudity scene in the entire series. First episode. First episode. No, no, no there's like the very first episode of like season two or three. There's not real nudity with no. Jesse Pinkman. No, 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 no. I think it's I think only the first episode. I think you guys are wrong. You're wrong. First episode. I, you guys are wrong. First I will, episode. I'm gonna prove real nudity. Real. What does the real nudity mean? What is it like? Some sort of faux nudity? Something that would get an R rating. I don't yes. know. I, I think you guys but are you, ha- you, ha- you hate everybody in the show, but you love the show. Binge-worthy annually. Yeah, I, I oh, agree. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Camino? El Camino. I did. I did. Don't say anything yet because I have not seen it. Don't, Earmuffs. Don't tell, me, <laughs> don't tell me anything. I haven't seen it yet. But I, I love Breaking Bad. It's a, it's a top five show all time. All right, here we all agree on that. You have, you, have, you have a spinoff of that as well. Yeah, which is... Eh, better Call Saul started out really Very good. Very slow. They just yeah. really need to pick it up. Too, too, pick it up. Too slow. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't even know where they're at. It's too slow. I, it's off air. Terrible. All right, <laughs> next one, uh, Casey. This is a biggie because obviously Game of Thrones, uh, hugely popular, but it ended in such a way that left a lot of people scratching their heads. What's your take? Binge or cringe Game of Thrones? So, this is a great one. This is another great topic for us to talk about. For me, Game of Thrones, I was late to the party on this one. And everyone says, you got to watch Game of Thrones. you got to watch Game of Thrones. And I tried. The first season, I got through about three episodes and was like, that's awful. (laughs) I quit. I quit. Um, Then, uh, a little bit later, someone's like, you got to watch it. you got to watch it. And I was like, all right, I'll give it another shot. I get through three more episodes. It's awful. So finally, someone's like, you got to watch, you got to watch. I watch every episode to try to find something that I can understand where these people are coming from. And I found one of the most epic fight scenes to me in television history that is surrounded by seven, eight seasons of terrible television. No. And to me, it is an absolutely cringeworthy show that wow. I have binged. That I have binged, and don't even it's, it's think binge I, and cringe. I think I, I I don't even think I finished it because I was so hatred towards the effort that I spent to try to watch wow. this show. Oh you have God. such strong feelings about it, about everything. I, and I, you maybe so I binged it, may, and yeah, I don't know if I finished it because I hated it so much. So maybe you're just, just maybe you're not maybe you're not a fantasy. That's one of the only shows I've ever fully, only fully rewatched drama-wise. I'm, you know, comedies I'll watch a million times, but that's one of the only, you know. It's the same thing in every episode. Every episode is the same thing with new people with the same storyline. Okay. Yeah, and you don't know, and you can't remember who anybody is because there's that, a million yes, characters. Yes, you have to rewatch that's it. That's good, what I'm talking that's, about. That is tough. I have to. It's okay. a character so, development, Casey. I binged it, but it's cringeworthy. Cringe worthy. Wow, Casey's the, tough on these. I'll give the last season the cringe. He's tough. The show as a whole, a binge. Yeah, it, it, I have to say, like, I really tried hard to like the end, but in the after like four or five months of stewing on it, I I agree with you, Jordan. It, it 
it fell flat. All right. Uh, here's one. This one, Harry Potter. <laughs> I love magic. Um, Casey, Harry Potter, would you binge or cringe at that? Never seen one of them. Really? Another? Casey, do you even watch TV at all? I haven't read any of those books, <laughs> and I've never seen Harry Potter. Uh, I will tell you, if you have Lord of the Rings, I've also never seen Lord of the Rings. So those are the three, Harry Potter, Star Wars, slash the rest of the world, Trek. To me, it's the same thing. Um, Shrek? I know I, Star Trek. Star Star Trek. Oh, I thought he said Shrek. I know, you're, that, I know people that's are going to argue that. That's a sequel. They're coming out with that, actually. I know people are going to argue that, but for me, Star Trek, Star Wars, same bundle. Uh, uh, what was what did we just say? Harry Potter as well as Lord of the Rings. I've never seen those three. After that, I've probably seen it. I've never seen Harry Potter, but I tuned into a snippet of one of the movies where Harry just says, "I love magic," <laughs> and I that I said, "I'm never going to watch this ever." <laughs> I've heard enough. I've heard enough. <laughs> All right, uh, how about this one? This is a uh, the Marvel superhero universe. Uh, there's a million of these shows, um, obviously leading up to the big Infinity War or whatever. Uh, me personally, before you go, Casey, I am not a superhero movie guy, so I don't watch any of these. So to me, this is cringeworthy. What about you? I like to say I am definitely not a superhero kind of guy. But I've seen a lot of them because they're entertaining enough where you can just not care enough. I can see them. Uh, but I do really appreciate being superheroes for Halloween. Mm. So sometimes I have to go watch whatever costume I find for $59 at the, ho- the costume store so I can learn about who I'm going to be. And I've, <laughs> prob- I've probably been a handful of, over the last 10 years, different superheroes. And then Wonder people- Woman. Of course. Wonder Woman, Batwoman. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing that really accentuates my feminine figure. Sure. You, were you Robin? Uh, I was not Robin. Ah. That one was sold out. I think he uh, was it, Peter. Weren't you, weren't you Peter I Pan? I was Peter Pan. I was Peter Pan. I saw you were Peter Pan. I have been Pan. Peter Pan. Yeah. And I won best legs at a party, at a Halloween <laughs> party in Las Vegas, wow. wearing brown tights as Peter Pan. Wow. However, I did, I did go with six beautiful women to that party. That I helped. Think I want. I want. That's the only reason I got in. Number one. That that <laughs> may have pushed you over the uh, the the voting edge. All right. Uh, here's one. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Sorry. Blinders. I've tried. Wow. Casey doesn't like any shows at all. <laughs> I tried. Casey was like, "Oh yeah, I love TV, man. I love t- I, talk I love about. To hate, I love to hate. Well, he's seen it. it. He's talk, seen it. Talk about I, TV. I, I love TV. Them. I haven't seen them all. I've tried twice. I feel like there's something that you have to get past episode five there, and I haven't been able to do that. The first two seasons, dynamite. Yeah, I agree. After and after that, that it got good. Yeah, I still, I still watch it though. It's still it's still good. Enough so, to watch. so Casey, you'd go with a cringe on that. Yeah, I have to. Wow. Has he? Has he? Oh, other Breaking Bad was the only Breaking one. Breaking Bad. I mean, Breaking Bad was the only there. binge that he said. That is an all timer. All right. All right, let's go. Let's uh, let's move on to Stranger Things. Hate the it. The '80s uh, kid, Sorry. the kid '80s the teen angst show. Uh, how do you feel about that, Casey? Come I'm on, Casey. trying to remember. If Hate I it. it. Hate there's, it. There's been three uh, seasons. How can you binge three seasons? 
I mean, how, you could binge one season if you want. You could you could binge one episode technically. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Stranger Things. I'm just gonna go with cringe. Ooh, yes. Wow. I don't know enough. I don't remember. I, maybe I tried it. Maybe I, you know, I dabbled in it for a minute. I maybe when people weren't looking, I, I don't dabbled. know. It really wasn't for me. I get the sense that they feel like they invented the nostalgic 80s vibe when it's been done for like 10 years now. It's just like... Wasn't there a show that they did that called The Breakfast Club? Come on. Yeah, but that was actually made that in, was the, actually in, in the, the 80s. 80s so they weren't like... It was not nostalgic. It was literally was in the 80s. Nailed it. Nailed it. I would say, uh, from my perspective, uh, season one was fantastic. And then after that... Two thumbs down. Got I was really hoping stupid. you were going to give me some stuff to watch after this. But yeah. if there's only one good season, I don't want to get into it. Like right. that's just like a, it's just like a half a hug. No, I, half a hug. I, I, I would say don't do that. All right, um, here we go. Jordan, The Office. There's how many seasons of The Office? Nine. Seventy-seven thousand. Nine. Now this only seven of them contain Steve Carell. In my opinion, this is one of the most binge. Not. I don't even know if it's called. I don't know if this is. It's so This bingy. isn't legitimately bingy, though. It's just more like addictive. I've watched this show uh, fully and repeat for... I can't even tell you how many times I've watched it. It's I could, t- I could recite probably any line in the You can episode. flip it on and just watch it over and over and over. I think it's one of probably three or four shows that is just an anytime show. Right. It's like if you need redundant humor that is catches you oh i remember that episode let's watch it um it's one of three or four great shows um so for me i've don't think i've seen every one because there's so many and you can't really bounce around it's not something you pull up on netflix but it's something you can catch on television it is something you pull on netflix do you know it's the most watched thing on netflix ever i'm sure it's a fantastic show i love that show but i'm saying i don't go go let me go watch the office on netflix I, I do. I, I do. do that. I do that. Oh, okay. I admit. But it's sort of like background noise, too. Like, you can just yeah. flip it on. You don't have to, like, be That's paying true. attention mm-hmm. because there's no, like, storyline. So ma- I mean, everybody's got a favorite different character. There's just so many. Some of the after Steve Carell, when he leaves, I think it loses a little luster. Yeah. That's like uh, uh, Barney Fife leaving Andy Griffith's show. It's, just, yeah. it's not the same. That's a good Only point. Eric remembers that because we weren't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, I, I have just two left now. Now, Casey, me and you have become tight friends on this show Today. because so far. we hated each other at the start of the show. So I'm really hoping that you have the right answer. The right, there's a right and a wrong. Now. <laughs> there is a right and a wrong answer for this next show. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hit me. Binge or cringe The Sopranos. I mean, you have to be able to binge The Sopranos. Oh, thank God. Thank you God, can't cause... not watch The Sopranos. There's a reason we had him on the show. Shows, it's one of those shows that you put in with my three minutes of research earlier. I looked through 500 television shows based off of some awesome website of shows that are worth watching. I went through 500 different, <laughs> and it was what are phenomenal. And I pulled out probably <laughs> seven or eight series. Sopranos is absolute a binge all right, now let's not give away anything. It could be the best show of all time. It, it, yeah, in my opinion, it's in, in my opinion, it is the it's best in the conversation. show of it's all in the time. It's in the conversation. It's, it's, now, tough, it's def- top three. It's definitely in the Hall of Fame. Now, Casey. It's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Casey, don't give away anything because people might not have seen it, so I don't want to do any spoilers. I just want to ask you, because this is an important question. Uh, the end of that show is super controversial. Some people love it. Some people hate it. 
what did you think of the end of the show? I was a fan. I, I think without giving it away because of Sopranos. If you haven't watched Sopranos, people, go watch The Sopranos. Yeah, what's, your, follow- what's your problem so if you haven't watched all, it? First of all, download Disney Plus or Sopranos Plus or whatever. Sopranos Plus. It's just The Sopranos. I wish there was a Sopranos <laughs> Plus <laughs> channel. Sopranos, I'm only for that. Sopranos Plus. Uh, you can email me and I'll hit your credit card for six ninety nine every month and I'll, we will send you Sopranos. Box DVD set. Um, go watch it. And then you just become a fan. I, I, I think, how else are you gonna do? How else are you gonna end that show, though? Tell me another way to end that show. I, no, I'm not gonna even I say. I think the it ending is fantastic. I loved it. I literally, oh, wait, ben, I'm I just loved to, it. Like, now I it does. I think, like, kind of like Game of Thrones, it does take a bit to get into. Maybe right. a, a full why you, season. Why are you backtracking here? That Game of Thrones is no, not. It, even, it has that. Not, the, like, Game of Thrones is not even on a Hall of Fame ballot. Game of Thrones <laughs> is actually <laughs> no. A, Honorated from the league. No, I think it, what he's saying I'm is... I'm saying is like mobster movies in general have this thing, just like Game of Thrones, where you don't know what who they're talking it about It takes a long time so to many names. learn all the characters. Right. Like, it takes a while. So you can't, you can't... Nobody can go and watch like three episodes of Sopranos and say, I didn't like it. You have to watch a couple seasons and get... How, and many, how many total seasons in Sopranos? Six. Actually? Six seasons. Six. I thought there were seven. It's not even that long. Oh. Seven? Six seasons. Six but the six, yeah. the six season is like two friends. seasons long. Yeah, the sixth season was broken into two, but like oh, it was a two-parter. Yeah, but if you if you binge it, it's six seasons, and absolutely. I feel like we incredible. should do a Soprano binge session. Yes. Just we'll do the whole thing live. Yeah, for like four straight days. <laughs> Just. Well, it, I'll put I'll put a webcam. No, never. What mind. do you think about the yeah. the prequel coming out? Yeah, there's a prequel coming out with uh, with his son. I mean, I feel like it's going to like everything else that has come out later to make more money. Yeah, uh, but it's the same probably, director. It's the same director, so it could. Yeah, because does he have gambling problems? I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. Hey, I'm, it was a ga- it was a gang it was a mob show, so he probably does. But that's... I'm excited. Uh, however, I am not. We're gonna hold my breath and sure. really hold it against the rest of Sopranos because it can't take. I don't want it to take away from right. what we are cherish. That, I mean, yeah, that's like a special place in my heart. All right, the final one. Uh, I have some strong feelings about this. The Walking Dead, binge or cringe? Seasons one through four, you should binge them, and after that, you should turn it off. Yes, thank you. I would. I'm. I'm gonna adjust that. I'll say, say two, seasons one through two. Yeah, that's sort of how I feel too. Is like. Seasons one through th- once they got into the prison, it started. Off. It it was binge, and then it became the same oh, thing. Oh my, boring! It, it became the same cycle, like over. And then they came out with over, like the Walking Dead, another show, they're... Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, I, all I know, I watched it like this is one of these. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then the money people got in front of it and decided we wanted to rip its soul out. And take it away from the rest of us. I was really sad when it happened, and I've, I still haven't seen them all. I just quit watching it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I me, me oh, too. And I, I, I especially quit watching when they had the spinoff that was a comedy. It was like, you know, like a My Zombie Mother. I, it was, to, yeah, it was horrible. I mean, eventually they had to know horrific. the show was going to end because, like, a main character died like every other episode. So unless they started with a hundred million ca- brand new characters. They have to reintroduce <laughs> it. So, I mean, if you're going to have these great iconic seasons and episodes where everybody dies, which is awesome, but eventually you're going to have 18 episodes and then be like, well, we got to find some new actors. They had this like 
the love triangle with the Shane and Rick. Mm-hmm. And, and that was wife. super interesting. That was interesting. In the first se- that was first season. That was and right second away. season. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what was, was interesting. And but Shane, what's it, that new show Shane was in that was Punisher. pretty bad? Once Punisher. once Lori died, I think it lost a lot because it was no more tension, that more marital tension. Right. Anyway. And then it was how can we find the city and then fight bad guy, fight aliens, fight zombies, <laughs> fight and then and then we're gonna like do the same thing and boring, boring next show. All right, Casey, I have a show. Now this isn't part of the binge or cringe. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say a show that I think you should binge. Okay. Or that people should binge if they're watching. I'm take notes. And then you maybe you have one that you can share. And Jordan, maybe you have one that you can share. Um, so the show that I would say that you guys should binge is Barry. It's two seasons in. We're waiting on the third episode. It's Bill Hader, and he is a assassin that's <laughs> trying to be a regular guy. It is an absolutely hilarious dark comedy. Uh, it's called Barry. Binge it. It's 100% worth it. Two seasons in. We're waiting on season three. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that one. Have you checked that out, Casey? I have seen it. And I, I, I think we just, I think I've seen the first season. And I would like to get to season four and then come back. Because really, I'm going to watch one season on one plane ride. So it's going to be a show I'm absolutely going to watch. And it was definitely worth my time. Do you have any suggestions for the folks watching as to uh, a good show to binge? Uh, yeah, I took a lot of notes in my three minutes of research. Well, let's hear some. Uh, I, I, shows, shows, you need to, shows you need to throw back on of some of my favorite of all time. I had Breaking Bad in there. If you, if our, you did not bring up Curb Your Enthusiasm, which oh. may be the number two show of the history of the world. Oh, I, yes. love, I love that show. It's great. I have to watch that all the time, and they just came out with a new season recently, and that's probably over, which was not as good as the other eight, but... Curb your enthusiasm. That's a great Casey. That's a great one for airplanes. Like if you if you download a season and you're flying from Denver to Florida and you, you can get in oh, like yeah. you can get in like seven episodes. Because we like uh, we all yeah. think these same things on a daily basis, but he's just oh, going yeah. out and saying it. Right. It's and incredible. the best part is, Larry and I have a unique experience together. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure I have lived every one of these things. Right. He is just making hundreds of millions of dollars off of his thoughts. And I am talking <laughs> to you guys. Um, next one, uh, Entourage, throwing mm. it back. I've never done that uh, one. Uh, it's, it's, uh, there's a couple of corny seasons in there. Mandy Moore really brings it down in one season. Um, but it's a good one for you. Uh, current shows that you should watch, you should definitely watch Shameless. Okay. Uh, it's a good one. It's on, uh, I think it's on Showtime. Billions uh, is another one. Uh, Mad Men, Sons of Anarchy. Californication. Those are, that's where I got it. Wow. Mad Men, I'll agree with you to like season three. No, Mad Men's good all the way through. Really? I, hmm. I like Mad I like it. It's, it's, I like Mad Men. Well, I've, I've watched it a few times. It actually does have a similar feel to The Sopranos. I think there's one of the same writers went over from The Sopranos to Mad Men. Uh, Californication, though. You got to get into there. Okay. Jordan? Californication. Uh, I've been more into like these just miniseries, you know? Like, I, I kind of want them to just be like eight episodes and done. Because then it's like, a long movie. They got to really d- dive into the characters, but then it's just over. Doesn't give them a chance to ruin it. All right. So and like what? so obviously the best one of all time is True Detective. Oh, True Detective. Season it's one. Great. Season one was amazing. Season one was good. Season two was terrible. Right, but that, that they're completely not related. They're, they're not related. So it's like its own. It's its own encapsulated. So season two was terrible. Season three was actually pretty good. 
And I then because season two was terrible. Another show like that is um, Sharp Objects. Oh, that was great. Eight episodes and done. Really good. Yeah, that was uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. That was really good acting. She, uh, uh, not Amy Adams at all. Like, that was like a very, very vulnerable kind of a role. Very awesome. Yeah, Sharp Objects. That's the one you should check out, Casey. Sharp Objects. That seems dangerous. So, we do need to say one more show. Okay. Seinfeld. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, Seinfeld has to be on the list. To me, it was one of their... Obviously, I, I, I chose Curb Your Enthusiasm over Seinfeld um, based off of, obviously, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. But, you know, Larry David, genius. Um, but there's another... I got eight of them that I didn't even say because they didn't make my top ten. Like the Honeymooners. I mean, come on. Who yes. doesn't want to binge watch the Honeymooners? Oh, yeah. Dexter. There's a show that I love called How It's Made. Have you ever watched How It's Made? Yes. It's good. <laughs> They're only short segments through a 30-minute episode. You can learn so much in seven minutes that you never knew exists. Do yourself a favor. Become smarter and go watch How It's Made, like, two seasons. All right, so, Casey, what is up with Crux Cigars? What can we expect to see in the coming year? You got any uh, juicy tidbits for us? Well, fast forward through getting through the rest of the branding with the Bull and Bear coming out here shortly. Um, actually, JP and I are heading to Nicaragua next week uh, to check final production on the new bull and bear packaging seen here. Nice, nice. Um, then the Limitada will follow. Uh, as we talked about, first quarter we'll have that. Now, we've got a couple things going on uh, we're pretty excited about for next year trade show. Um, don't want to just run out with a bunch of cigars. We've never done that. We've never been a company that says just add, add, add. We, if we feel there's a void in our portfolio, we will you know, replace that void. And um, there's something that we kind of are missing now with uh, the reduction of some of our SKUs after the, this year. Uh, we did lose one of, our, uh, one of our lines based off of tobacco availability. We just couldn't make it to our standards. So we did lose uh, the old Crux Classic line. Uh, so we kind of have a void there that we'll probably find something to replace with different tobaccos. Um, but uh, we're excited for the new year. Finally get the whole rebranding behind us uh, and be able to move forward with, you know, find your crux, the whole right. new hashtag that Eric is very well behind. Yes. And he wants to be a part of the find your crux campaign. And we want everybody to go out there and find your crux because we are running a really cool find your crux um social media giveaway kind of deal uh go to uh, cruxcigars.com hit find your crux uh and you'll see the details there to win some really cool stuff and maybe one of those fleeces maybe they make it in there i don't know i don't really know what to tell you we'll just we'll just tease that out there nice are you guys going to tpe I am going to TPE with JP and I are both going to be there. Uh, okay. End of January, we'll be at TPE. It'll be our first TPE. Uh, we feel like uh, with the strides that they've made, I had a, a long discussion with Coop on his show, um, hashtag rumor-free, teaser-free, uh, for <laughs> Coop. Uh, he, we talked at length about it, and there was some pretty good comments in this. But for us as a company, you know, expo- cheap exposure. They're, they want us to come, and they're making it really – I used the word advantageous for us to be there, and I'll use it again. So uh, we'll definitely be at TPE in the end of January and in Las Vegas. Awesome. Fantastic. And by the way, guys, if you, if you made any kind of comment at all on today's show, you're automatically entered 
to win this. I'll pick the winner probably tomorrow when I'm hanging out at home. I'll go through the uh, comments and I'll just randomly pick somebody to get this sweet five pack of Crux cigars. Casey, don't go away. Guys, Wednesday is the Flavor Odyssey. This is episode J. This is where Robbie Rasmussen and Randy Griggs pair a cigar and a beer that starts with the letter J. So uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, you can check that out. By the way, that is the hottest new uh, podcast in the industry. Super excited about that. That's produced by Cigar Dojo. And um, so that's a fun show to check out. There's been tons of participation and, and folks having a good time with that show. So make sure to tune in on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And then next Friday night, we're going to do Name That Tune right here on Smoke Night Live. Remember Name That Tune? We did it a few months ago where you guys get to pick. I'll, I'll read some song lyrics. And then the first person who gets it right gets a point. And then we're going to give away a bunch of cigars, a bunch of prizes. It'll be a good time. So make sure to tune in next uh, next Friday night. And then the Friday night after that, I guess, is the Friday after Thanksgiving, which I'm not sure what we're doing that night, Jordan. But then the you Friday... Want me to do that? You want me to do that show? Because I'll be in Vegas. Yeah, we'll just keep you coming back on every week. I'm and not then... going to do name that tune, though, because I, <laughs> I don't know how to name tunes. And then the Friday after that, which is, like, uh, I guess, the 6th of November or something like that. That'd I... be December. December. Uh, December, sorry. I will be, Jordan, in Tampa... Remote at, at the Davidoff headquarters with a very special Smoke Night Live that's going to be extremely interesting. So you make sure to say. tune in. So in the next three weeks, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Casey, don't don't hang up. I want to talk to you after the show. But Dojo, get on your app. Get on the Dojo app right now. Share what you're smoking. Share what you're drinking. And especially share what you're listening to with hashtag now playing. As we do every Friday night, deep into the night, we'll be hanging out all night on the Dojo app, as we always do. And until next week, remember... Never, Never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys next Friday night.